When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thank you for coming back. How are you? Did it snow where you live? Because it did where I live. It doesn't matter. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Good afternoon, Mr. Daniels. It starts so early. (laughs) The snow is falling and the war on Christmas has begun and I gotta tell you, brother, I'm a soldier that is ready to fight. Let's go. Come on now, brother. Come on. What's your what do you, what is a war on Christmas exactly? What does that entail? They're coming for Santa Claus. They're coming for Mrs. Claus. They're coming for the cookies, the milk, Jesus, the manger, all of it. All <laughs> of it, Chad. Just wait a sec though. But who's who is coming for them and why? Because I, I don't know any of this. I live in a place that's close enough to the North Pole. Well, people don't fuck with Santa Claus, right? Because Santa Claus legit could walk to their house and beat the shit out of them <laughs> with like an army of elves. So I don't know where all this this hatred is coming from. I mean, I I know that there are you are you talking about Happy Holidays? That yeah, people say Happy Holidays. The war on Christmas, Chad. They're trying to steal. I did I ever tell you that I did? Uh, have you ever performed in Alaska? Yes weird place great it's great but it's a different country essentially even though it's not Mm -hmm. and uh where we were at they had this place called santa's like then it was i think it's north pole alaska i'm gonna butcher this i know what you're talking about though it's it's exactly like the north everything's dressed up like it you would think the north pole looks like and And then you can town called that I think so. And then you send your, a lot of people send their um, Christmas letters and cards from there. Yeah. Like, I think there's someone that makes money up there where, like, I'm living in Minnesota. So I would send my box of Christmas cards to them in, in a box. And then they open them and send them individually from the North Pole to get that North Pole uh, stamp on it. Oh, that's a good, that's and a good so business I idea. I think, and then you have to pay them, like, whatever it would be you know, $30 to do that or something. But I think that's just a way this this person makes a little extra scratch during the holidays. That is an awesome idea. And I love That sounds it. like the old Steve Daniels maneuver. Yeah. and That sounds like something he would do. And what a place for a criminal to hide. And I'm not saying he's a criminal, but you've proven he's a criminal. He's what? a criminal. Yeah, that's a great place. <laughs> Alaska is, I've, I've, here's what I've always said. Alaska is Florida North. And Florida is Alaska South. Yeah. It's just the truth. There's people hiding from the federal government. And that's great. I'm not mocking either place. I have fun in both of them. We went to a place called Santa's Workshop or something, Santa's something, my brother Jess and I, when we were up there after we made the mistake of getting in somebody's float plane to go. uh, I'm sure (laughs) I've told this, right? I have no idea. I don't listen. I just, at this point, how how are we still doing a show? 
How are the two of us looking at each other every week and somehow not telling the same five stories over yeah. and over and over? I agree with you. Anyway, yeah, we got in a float plane into the Alaskan wilderness and then came back and they're like, yeah, he's flipped a bunch of planes. You're like, oh, cool, great. That was before information is when I would have liked Yes. That. Oh, my God. But would you have gone if you'd have known? No. But in he's old, alive. Sure. But old fucking. Fl- yeah, he's alive. They didn't say anything about the the comedians yeah. who wanted to go fishing in the Alaskan wilderness. There's just a water graveyard up by an isolated island in the in the wilderness up there. It's called Chuckle Island. He's actually he hasn't flipped any planes. He's just murdered. We I know I've told this, but we had a dog named Amanda growing up when my dad was training dogs and mm-hmm. she would she knew how to open kennels and then she would open the kennel of one dog and they'd run away together. And then only Amanda would come back. She was a serial killing Airedale, I believe. Uh, but it's, that's a lot like what that guy does. He's like, yeah, we, the comedians, they come on, stop up here. Let's go fishing. Come on. Don't worry. You'll make it to your show. And I, there's not, I mean, Road comedians, if you want to get like everybody, you know how serial killers kill prostitutes a lot because nobody yeah. misses them. Get rid of a like a two decade in road comedian. Ah, What's, what does that mean? That means we're going to you're going to get away with it. Like in today's day and age with 23 and me and all and all the cameras and stuff. You if you want to be a serial killer, you really have to pick the right victims. And if I'm power ranking those like the yeah. the people that don't get missed. I'm going to say prostitutes. Okay. Road comedians. White moms who drive SUVs. That last one isn't one. I've just, you know how I feel about those people. They need to top <laughs> all my shitty people lists. Well, I would like to tell you a story that is going to make you love one of them. Yeah. You know, I was driving to Minneapolis. Don't promise me. Don't, don't promise me. I'm not you promising come you. through on, but I think you're gonna, I was driving to Minneapolis to go to the Minnesota Wild game with my friend Regan, okay. who uh, I'm going to be living in Minneapolis for a little bit now, and um, I'm going to be spending a lot of time with him. We were like little school kids with excitement when he came to pick me up, and then he goes, guess how far I live away from you? And I was like, I don't know. And he goes, 5.5 miles. And we just started like doing a dance in his truck. It was incredible. That's great. Also, sat behind some Minnesota Vikings at the Wild Game, uh, cracked some jokes, made some made some kids laugh, and uh, it was just a, just a fun time before I went to Madison. Anyways, let me tell you this though: on the way from gutsy though, I was when you told me you were doing that and you sent me the pictures while you were there. All I could think about was, hey, in two days this guy has to film two specials that, you know, I don't know how. You funded them. That was something that was important to you. So yes. y- you funded and were about to film two specials. And in the middle of what's being called an influenza emergency by the pharmacies yeah. in Minneapolis, you're like, let's get in this bucket of people and see what the fuck happens two days out. I respect it. Yeah, I, I thought to myself, if I get the flu Thursday, I won't feel it till Sunday. That's how diseases work. Is that Now, I don't know if... My- I don't know. That's just what I, I was gaslighting myself. So, so 
I've been to a lot of wild games. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, jump in on some of these season tickets with another person, with two other people. We split them up, and uh, uh, Josh from Acme, of course, is the the owner. And then I go down, uh, I go down to these things, and and we're like I said, right behind the Vikings. We, my friend Regan and I, go up for the third period or in between the second and third period break. We get into a conversation. Don't realize the third period has started. The Wild score. We're right behind the net. So they show the Vikings celebrating, and then you can see two empty seats, and it's us. It's our seats. It would have been the one time I would have been on the wild Instagram. I was so pissed. So anyways, I'm driving from Fergus Falls to Minnesota, and there is this long line of cars. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, it starts early in the drive, and that just doesn't happen where I live. Mm-hmm. You don't get traffic until you're about 45 minutes outside of the metro. But this is, I'm two hours outside of the metro, and there's this long line, so I'm like, whatever. So now I'm going in between, dodging, using my blinker, sticking my hand out like, can I get in? That kind of stuff. I'm making moves. I get all the way up, and there is a white Ford Explorer, mm-hmm. all tinted windows, mm-hmm. with the curly Q pig dick antenna on top. Okay. The... You know, on the left uh, side mirror, there's another thing right above it that is a spotlight? Yes. It was that, right? Okay. And there is no dealership sticker on the back of the car. That is a big one to look for when you're looking for an unmarked police car, is the dealership, because the dealership isn't allowed to put their sticker on a police car interesting okay because normally they don't even though the cars get sent to the dealership they are not run through the dealership it is a deal with ford themselves oh okay 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 so i'm like god damn it this is what the problem is and they're going 75 and the speed limit's 70 by the way but i like to go a little faster than that everybody knows that so i'm driving and uh and i start to sneak up 77 slow as i can and then they go a little faster. And I go, oh, they're, maybe they're trying to tell me something. But then I see, sigh, then I see there is a trailer hitch on the back of this thing. And I go, there's no way this is a cop. Only there's it's a, a rusty, rusty trailer hitch. But I don't think the DNR uses, I don't think they use the, um, the unmarked cars. Sure, sure. Yeah, why would they? So I go, okay, so now I'm just creeping and I'm looking and I'm creeping. And then, and then the window goes down and I expect to see like a uniformed arm come out and do like the slow down sign or with the their hand. Or the pull over. Yeah, yeah. Get, you get the fuck behind me. It is a white lady, mom, because I can see when I pass, there's a kid in the front, teenage kid. She has a sign that has, was not made in the moment. This was made at home with time and effort and little bedazzly things. And it says, I'm not a cop in bubbly letters. <laughs> I could not believe. She must have people following her around America. <laughs> and so she was like, I can't do it anymore. So she goes home. She goes to Ben Franklin, gets all these puffy pens and she makes this sign that says, I'm not a cop. It was so fucking funny. I looked at her and I rolled my window down. And I don't know if she could hear me, but I laughed machine gun style like some comedians. Come on. Come <laughs> and on. Just to see if she could hear me. 
And then we, we had a good laugh. It was so funny, though. And then I just, like, fucking peace out. Like I was uh, driving the Millennium Falcon in the Star Wars. Just everything became light speed and went by me super fast because I was out of there. And, it, and then, but what a, what a funny thing to do. And because you have to know that your, your automobile looks yeah. like a cop car. Yeah. Well, I mean, some it, you, people relish in that shit. Yeah, I agree. Yep. That I agree with. My folks were down visiting the last week and my for the for everybody listening folks are parents come on come on man <laughs> i sat through your whole i you take shots at me hold constantly. on oh hold on you always bring joel up and here you're just throwing regan in my face and it, it wasn't even relevant to the story and so i i mean i don't just let me get let me talk the way i talk okay that's fine i'm sorry my, my folks were down here. Folks are parents. And so my pa put up Christmas lights. Yeah, he nice. did. I put some on the pontoon. Okay, now. Oh, yeah. So I think because this is such a small lake and you can see everybody else's house, I am so impressed by the people who've decorated their house facing the lake and so ah. disappointed in the people who haven't. Because now, you know, some people can't decorate for a myriad of reasons. I don't know, that's fine. But if you decorate the street side of your house and mm-hmm. not the lake side, and we could all walk out onto our, our decks and look at all the. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? It's still, it's 50 degrees well, listen, here. I could take you gotta a, cut. You got to cut olds, fats, and pores a break. Sure. Because there are. You're asking people to do things that's just not possible to do. And I said that. I said there's a category of people who won't sure. do it. I understand it. Like me. But I you said have... won't. I'm saying they can't. They feel yeah. they can't do it. I understand. And I, I'm like me. Okay. I had to have Pa do it. Okay. So I get you. Pa decors the house. And then Ma, my mom, is such an incredible cook. Uh, she's incredible at essentially everything. Uh, but she is an incredible cook. And... As you know, because of this, all this health mumbo jumbo, there are certain foods that I cannot eat for they give inflammatory issues to my body. Yeah, right. So they put me on this thing called the autoimmune protocol, which, you know, sounds like the Germans plan to get rid of people with autoimmune disease. Yeah, yeah the protocol. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the psoriatic arthritis. You know, uh, that's not I'm not a good. You do a better German. Give me the give me the suck these tits, bitch. Give me that. <laughs> Where's our button bar, Justin? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Socks these tits, you bitch. Thank you. So they uh she made they there's this company that's now making pie crusts for people like me. So she sure. took this pie crust and made homemade mini pot pies. And Chadley, I don't know what the world record for eating mini pot pies is, but if I report, it's changed. Okay. Because I, it it wasn't. How many did you eat? It wasn't a small task to prepare these. So let me go through the outrageous process so you can understand how much of a saint my mother is. You need bone broth to make the inside of the pot pies, the pot pie goo. 
the uh-huh. pie goo. Yeah. And a pie gal. Pie gal! And so I can't, there's stuff in bone broth that I can't have. So you have to make homemade bone broth. So here's the process that we how much through. is in? How much shit is in bone broth? You'd be surprised. So okay. we make a crock pot chicken. Okay. And then when the crock pot chicken is done, we take the chicken skeleton and we heap it back into the crock pot, brew up some bone broth. So now we're two days into this process. Now we take the <laughs> bone broth. <laughs> oh, my God. If you ever question that your parents love you. Oh, they're the best. I mean, that is incredible. Because if you told me, if I was like, I'm going to make you, listen, I know you miss mini pot pies. And I'm going to make I haven't you had some. a pot pie in over half a decade. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. And I'm going to say, like, I'm going to mix. I have some bone broth I brought with me from, from the store, from Whole Foods. <laughs> and you're like, I can't have that one. I'd be like, oh, we're ordering pizza. <laughs> that would be I, the end of it. And then I'd go, I, I can't have the pizza. And you go, I know. Go downstairs. Go downstairs where the blueberries live. So eat those. Because they're mini pot pies, you also have to dice all the vegetables. And let let me say one other thing about my mom. My mom is incredible. But also, my mom loves a good task. She's, she's, she is someone who she got here and she's just, she's, you know how the predator is looking around and it can sense heat. You know, it's like scanning and it sends heat. That's how my mom walks into a house. She's got a task heat sensor. She'll just get in and she'll scan the room like doop, 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 doop. What needs to be done? What needs to be done? Bookcase, bookcase, bookcase. And now we're talking about the bookcase. So she does like a good, she does like a good task. So, but she is also very kind and so, Do you think that your mom likes doing these tedious things because it takes a long time because she doesn't like her family? I mean, that is something that I will not entertain. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to just check. I think you could put her alone in a house. Like, you could put her alone in a house, and she could, what she could do is you could give her an entire— you could be like, hey, think of everything that you think needs done— on this in, in this entire house and property, everything, everything, write everything down, all of it. And then if somebody snapped their fingers and it was all done, and then they're like, enjoy your day off, and everybody left, you'd come home, and she'd be working on her new list. So that's, she okay. just, she's just a worker, man. That's who okay. she is. I get you. So she has to dice up all these little vegetables. <laughs> and we make the mini pot pies, and... You know, we're all acknowledging in the moment, like, this is going to be a special occasion thing. This isn't going to be like, mm-hmm. I'll make you mini pot pies next week, too. Nope. This is a yeah. uh, holiday season, probably, once a year type thing. Okay. Uh, and we take all the pot pies out. And I'm really enthused. I bite in, and it tastes like a pot pie, which sometimes when you make my food, you're like, oh, this tastes like barf. Yeah. Oh, I love this water food. Thank you. <laughs> So I monster the first pot pie, and I was like, that was pretty good. Now, I have to ask you a question. I hate to keep interrupting you, but how big are they? Are they mini cupcake? Muffin tin. You make them in a muffin tin. Muffin tin, not mini. Okay, so muffin tin. Okay, got you. So I monster the first one, mm-hmm. and then everybody is like, because the other thing is I think there was this feeling that we were all going to share the mini pot pies, 
And you know when you give a dog a, like a, a bone that they really like or want and then you walk into the same room they're in and they're like, where they're yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. This is my fucking, yeah. I'll fucking cut your fucking throat if you get near this bone. That sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. That's kind of how I react the moment they come out of the oven. Everybody's walking near them. I'm slapping hands like, eat your, eat your fucking chicken. There's leftover chicken. Get these are this is this is me. Uh, so uh, you know they all split a mini pot pie, and I eat mine. <laughs> and then everybody is kind of talking amongst themselves, and they turn back, and you know the pot pies are gone. I ate so many pot pies so fast it was like you with Cadbury eggs. I don't. I can barely oh, feel God. my Heavens, dude. Yeah. I can barely feel my tongue. I was burning my tongue. As I was eating them with an inability to stop. Yeah, those pot pies, regardless of what size they are, regardless if you're using real bone broth or AIP bone broth, they're so fucking hot. You have, you know, there's always, obviously, uh, Jim Gaffigan has this bit about hot pockets being lava in the middle. Nothing, nothing is ever hotter than the inside of a pot pie. Nothing. Because you have to bake them for so long. And they're just bubbling in there the whole fucking time. Yeah, well, good for you for going for it. The other thing, I, my mom and I went to the antique mall where I feel at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's a big garage sale person. So that, you know, but it, it was a delicate balance because she is both a garage sale, but she's very practical. You know how guys like you and me go to garage sales and we're like, look at that lamp shaped like a pterodactyl. And then yeah. we bring it home and whoever we're living with is like, that's not going to be in our home. Yeah. Uh, my mom is like, that's a cheap toaster, and I know someone who needs a toaster. She's very practical okay. yeah. with her garage sailing. And so I we went into the antique mall knowing that I think she was really going to enjoy it because she does like antiques and she does like weird stuff. She just doesn't spend on stuff like that. And I spend everything I have on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so I had to walk that line of seeing stuff and going, oh, and then seeing the look on her face and going, which, yeah, that's just nice to look at. Because I didn't want to stress her out with the amount of money I was willing to spend at the antique mall. Early on, I saw a plastic Santa that lit up and it was small, old antique Christmas decoration. And I was in, you, I, you could have said a thousand dollars that have gone. Well, that's all good. I mean, you know, I could always resell it. <laughs> I grab it. I turn it. I see the price is only like $42. And I kind of look at my mom and she gives that like, well, maybe, which in her words is like, if you buy that, I'm going to have to think about how much you spent on that for probably two to three months. Yeah. And, so, and which will conflict with me making mini pot pies yeah it'll really it'll really put a put a fucking wedge in our uh, mini pot pie <laughs> plan here so it was fun we had a, it was a really really nice week oh that's awesome good for you can i ask you a question you can ask me as many questions as you want i mean this has been a lot of foreplay here a lot of middle of somewhere foreplay to get to the main event. You just recorded two specials. I did. I just recorded, uh, yeah, two specials in Madison, Wisconsin at the Orpheum. 
And uh, it was it was really insane. <clears throat> I remember thinking I was bent over for something. Oh, in the second special, I was bent over yelling at Poe. Sure. In a in a joke. And I ha actually <clears throat> didn't remember, couldn't remember what I was supposed to say because I kept thinking, I am almost done with this ridiculous feat. Because <laughs> I knew I was getting close. I was in the home stretch. It's like when you agree to one of those food challenges and you've got three <laughs> slices of the eight-foot pizza left. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was just like, all right, just keep your eye on the prize, man. Yeah, it was crazy. I have to ask you several things because I had, I don't think I, I'm going to be a good parent if I'm ever a parent because okay, whatever. Well, I just, there is no way where you can be in any, like our dynamic, we are friends. Uh, I think you could describe us as lovers. I think you could say you're the big brother, right? I think there are sure. a lot of ways that you could describe how we work. I don't mm -hmm. think any of them is, even despite you not having one of these, I'm the dad, you're the son. Sure. And not being able to be there was horrible. Yeah. It was, I almost, I didn't let my dad come to, or parents come to my half hour taping. And mm -hmm. I almost called and apologized to him. Like, I just, yeah, I know you wanted to be there. It was, I had people, I had multiple people in the crowd feeding me information. So I knew how they were going. I knew how the night was going. Oh, I had, that's funny. I had people, I had, I had, you know. You sent secret shoppers to my, my tapings? Oh yeah. Oh that's yeah. It's messed up, dude. Well, I didn't want to just rely on Justin, you know? Yeah, that's true. I needed, that's I needed, and, and I mean, Lord knows I'm not, you got to think about, you start adding to people now, let's go, okay, well, Justin and Dan Maynard, you're like, well, now what sort of information am I getting? You can't, <laughs> I had the to space kind. it out. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's the, I don't really remember the second show kind of information is what I'm getting. <laughs> One thing I do know is, so, uh, friends, that multiple friends of the show, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nicole and John, Dan Maynard, uh, and I couldn't see the full picture, but it, they they chose to sit up front, and mm -hmm. they made Justin Haybale sit up front with them. And I am just curious how you experienced that, because I have a rule that if someone I know sits in the front, they're dead to me, because I can't, I just, sure. I can't not focus on them the entire time. And then I'm in my own head and I can't handle it. How was it looking at Haybale's face while you tried to record two specials well, in one to, night? To be fair, they were off to the left. So there were oh, three, good. there were three rows right up front and they were in the front row, but to the left. Oh, good. So if any of them uh, felt that I didn't look to that section very often, they are correct. <laughs> because I will tell you this, right when I walked out, so I did the introduction, I did the, um, you know, hey, we got a couple of things we'd like to ask you, you know, turn your cell phones off, no photography, stuff like that. I did those because I didn't want Rand to have to do them. I wanted Rand to just be able to have a running start and I wanted, to, I wanted Rand to be able to be introduced. Yeah, absolutely. And and also, it's hard to ask somebody like, hey, do you want to come do this really fun thing? And also, can you be the bearer of bad news about all these rules? 
So I wanted to go out. And, and, and so when I walked out there to do that, I did see that front row. And, and it, it was great. I mean, I felt so comfortable knowing that they were there. It, it was, it was, uh, I was supported beyond belief. Oh yeah. Saturday night. You, you beyond could just, belief. You could just see that uh, in the social media response to the entire thing. I also think it's smart to go out and do that yourself because I think when you're recording a special, you don't want. I I wouldn't want. You just want a room, right? You you want to hope that it's a great room. You don't want it to be a crazy over the top room where they're giving you too much credit, and you don't want them to suck. You just hope for a great room. And right. I think if you go out and say hello and do the announcements and do all that stuff, I think yeah. it gives them a chance to see you and be excited, you know, so that when you finally come out to do the stand up, it's like, okay, here I am. Let's yeah. have fun. Yeah, it, it was so crazy because I had people, you know, coming up to me let's there's a um i'm not going to give names just because i don't feel comfortable doing that but somebody from idaho right somebody from colorado somebody mm -hmm. came up to me at the airport uh the next day and he was like i'm from new hampshire and uh we always come see you in boston i do a horrible boston accent that's but really good no, i mean so just such such support to the point where i go was anyone from madison at the show because <laughs> It just felt like everyone had traveled, and I, I. By the way, I know there were, but um, it it really was was fucking nuts. And not to not to sound like a, you know, whatever this sounds like, but it it is crazy when you start stand up and you have to go to all these little tiny bars where they turn the TVs off to start the show because no one in there even knows there's comedy. If you're lucky, by the way, some of them. Yeah. Yeah, if you're lucky, someone turns, yeah, or makes people stop playing pool or whatever, because the pool table is the stage. They put some wood over the top of it. Um, and you, yeah, you have to like walk across these two two by fours like it's a challenge and fear factor. But um, I mean, people from Florida, uh, Tempe, Arizona, it, it was insane. People were just coming to this, this, this thing. And, and granted, it's, you know, I don't. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it was comedy history. But uh, you know, they wanted to probably see that. <laughs> you sons of bitches! The, comedy history. It's. Uh, I'm very. I know you are not in a place to discuss how you feel they went, so I'm not going to let you do that. I'm just going to tell what? you that uh, the response, as I was uh, being your dad for the night, uh, the response was very good well great we talked about not turning this into a thank you suck fest because i don't want to do that because i'm i'm ultimately going to forget someone yeah but i would like to say that my manager only has eight clients and she does that on purpose she's had to she's had to say no to some very very funny talented people because she wants to be able to do everything she can for those eight clients and she negotiated this deal, did all the stuff managers are supposed to do. So it's like, whatever, no big deal. But then did everything else. She was stage manager. She had on a headset with 25 people talking in her ear while she was doing the most tedious things like adding ice to the ice bucket in the welcome room. I mean, she made the, the lanyards. She did so much shit. 
<clears throat> and then the guy that works with her, Todd, was also just everywhere. You know the show The Good Place yep. where they go, Janet? And she just, yep. and she just appears. That yep. was Todd. It was so fucking crazy that those two were doing that much in this production. It wouldn't have been able to happen without those two. And I know there are a lot of other people, but we're not going to turn it into that. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was so insane. Have you thought of names yet? Well, the first one, mm -hmm. go ahead. Well, I was just going to do a Dr. Seuss pitch, thing one and thing two. Keep going. It was bad. The, f the first one. I had a one. whole corny run of names, but then you, because I thought you wouldn't even want to talk about it, but I'm excited that you are in the discussion. So go ahead. Well, only, only because the tour that I was on was called the Mixed Reviews Tour. Sure. And so the line in the thing is, um, hey, this tour that I'm on is called the Mixed Reviews Tour, and you might think, how come? Well, you've been here. You get it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I'm going to call the first one mixed reviews because it is because I'm talking about both sides of the political spectrum quite a bit. Sure. And I'm only getting laughter from certain groups. Sure. Intermittently. Uh, and the second one, <laughs> the second one didn't really have a through line. It was like, hey, I'm going to tell you a story that I used to tell 12 years ago. And then I'm going to talk about this. And then I'm going to talk about this. And then I'm going to talk about my mom. And then I'm going to talk about my daughter. So... Um, when I when I did that, I thought it'd be funny to call it for reels, R E E L S, to just chop it up and put it on Instagram. Since I guess that's how you do comedy now. I think you should call it for reels because the way most people are going to hear it is that woman on Instagram who has the word content creator underneath her name and is just lip syncing other people's material. <laughs> Yeah, that is... Uh, I'm just going to let is, that one... I'm just going to let that one lay there. That is interesting. I mean, at least she puts who the people are. Well, we might not even be talking about the same person. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because there are some people where I'll be going through and it'll say like... Uh, I'll, a comment will come up and it'll say, hey, this is Chad Daniels. And I'm like, oh, so I click on the thing. And it's just someone doing my bit with... 3 million likes and it doesn't have my name on it. It's like, why don't you just take the time? We have to tell people the thing. You know who one of those people was? And you know who liked the clip? It Wasn't it D.L. Hughley shared one of your clips? Oh, yeah. D.L. Hughley shared a clip. Uh, and my dream girl. Comedy. Yeah. Viola Davis liked it. Yeah. Viola she... Davis liked something that you did. And I'm friends with you, so this is such a victory well, yeah, for us. Well, yeah, she liked it and commented a bunch of the crying, laughing emojis. Yeah. But we can't get her to follow us because DL didn't fucking tag you or whoever's running DL's account. And so <laughs> how do we make the connection from that Instagram to following Chad to Viola being on set one day and going, middle of somewhere, what's this? And then she sees me and she oh, goes, who funny. is this? And now me, Jenna, and Viola Davis are in one of the nation's premier thruples. <laughs> so that, that bit is about um, black women not wanting to go into the water to follow someone to get their hair wet. Yeah. And the, the comment that is most, first of all, the comment that is most, the comments that are most common are um, no lies, truth, or something to that. Sure. You know, right. And then the second, the second most commented thing is this man is married to a black woman. No doubt. It's so funny.
That makes me laugh so hard. Hay bales. So Hay bales did a cool thing that we should tell everybody about. He went okay. to the shows and he put together a little 13, 14 minutes, somewhere in that range, behind the scenes video of your special. He did road diaries of his trip out and back to Madison. <laughs> He interviewed you in the green room. He used a bunch of fan submission pictures, videos, stuff like that. Oh, cool. It's going to be up on our Patreon, and it's free. Again, everything that's not an episode on our Patreon, even though it doesn't say the words free, you get that for free. Uh, so even if you want to just see the video and then leave, go sign up for the Patreon, watch the video. It'll be really fun to see some behind the stuff. And then... Leave the Patreon. No big deal. If you want, sure. stick around and get the couple episodes extra we do a month whenever we feel like doing them. Um, those are the only thing that costs. But Justin worked really hard, and uh, it's really fun. If you're someone who's a huge fan of your comedy, I think that it's, it'll be a cool thing for everybody to see while they sit and wait for these specials now, which is the brutal part. Yeah, now we wait. And uh, the good news is a lot of times you have to make decisions on editing these specials. I don't. Yes, you do not. This is like one of the, this is the highlight of my life, not life, but like career as far as specials go, is that I don't have to make a decision like, well, I like this joke from show two a little better. I'm going to go, hey, can we um, just cut that one line out? And then that's going to be it. Because it, it has to be. There's nowhere else to go. No options. You did no pickups. You just recorded them. And what I was told by my many secret shoppers is you came back out in the first show to pick up lines, got out there and thought, fuck it, I'm not doing that, and left the stage. Yep, I just decided that this is, uh, it's going to be what it is. Also, uh, one of my favorite pictures from the night, you, your skin doesn't love makeup, does it? Oh my God, my, it's my eyes. My eyes are so sensitive to everything. That, so I can't even put the um, like oil of Olay lotion around my eyes. Yeah. Or I wake up at three in the morning with my eyes stinging. Sure. And so, <clears throat> yeah, when I they put makeup on my face, woof, my eyes were going crazy. So I look, I look like I, the only time I stop taking bong hits is when I went out on stage. They're just... I look like I have jaundice and I'm the most stoned person that's ever lived. Speaking of Patreon, last time, last thing before we go, I'm going to remind people we're doing a, we are doing a Christmas episode, which is also free. It's the season of giving, Chadley. We are going to do, we were going to go live on Patreon, but that turns out that's a very difficult thing, especially if we want to have a guest like Ranta Claus appear. So mm. we are going to record a Christmas Patreon episode uh, it'll be fun. We're going to put it up the day before Christmas. It will also be free. Same thing with the Justin thing. So if you go there, you're going to get a couple free stuff. If you want to leave afterwards, whatever you want to stick around, whatever. We're fine, Chad. We're doing fine. Yeah. If you want to just hop in, do all that signing up just to leave, it's like, it's your choice, but it's stupid, but it's your choice. We hope you watch it. We hope you like it. That's the 23rd. Uh, I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm so I'm going to say something. I don't I know you're proud of it and I know you're proud of 
accomplishing the two. But I, I think what I am immensely impressed by is mm-hmm. the cultivation of the material. Because to go on the road, when you go on the road, uh, if you're somebody who really likes to work and write, mm-hmm. stage time is so precious in a way. You, I mean, I don't know if you do it this way, but it's like, I know pretty early in a show what sort of room I have and if I'm going to be able to really work on stuff that night. And then I'm writing the next day, bringing the stuff to the stage the next day. And it, just to introduce any sort of new material to an act is, you know, it's a process and it has to be very intentional. And so the idea that you cultivated two hours, Twelfth Night wasn't that long ago, dude. And right. the idea that you cultivated two hours... Well, managing that, like going on the road and doing an hour at this show and an hour at this show and then analyzing those, working on the material, introducing stuff, but doing it in like half the amount of time and attention because you're splitting it between the two. That's that's the fucking awesome thing to me. I hope these turn out great. Uh, I think it's crazy to it's such a crazy accomplishment to film them. The real crazy accomplishment to me is. Twelfth Night came out in 2021? Yeah, October, yeah. October of 2021. And what is it right now? <clears throat> December of 2022. And you just cultivated and put out two specials. So you're the fucking king, dude. We don't do this very often, and I'm not going to let you respond to it and ruin it with some of your self-deprecating bullshit. <laughs> do you see how tightly my lips are pursed? You are the fucking king, and I'm so happy for you. The show's over. Justin, shut it down. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.